Hello and welcome to Not Just About Copy. I'm your host, Emma McMillan, a copy coach, copywriter and educator, and I'm here to help you write and communicate better. Through years of copywriting, coaching and mentoring, I've discovered that writing good copy is not just about learning how, it's also about knowing why. And it's about developing your confidence to put your writing out there. It's about honing your writing habits and taking action, about owning your tone of voice and knowing your audience. You'll hear conversations that will inspire you to reflect on your relationship with writing and prompt fresh ideas. Solo coaching episodes with me will give you actionable tips and strategies to write better copy with more flow, confidence, and fun. I'd like to take a moment now to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and honour their deep language and storytelling traditions. I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Now let's get into today's episode. Now, if you're a small business owner, and I know many of you are, it can be really hard to prioritize writing your own content. It's something that we've spoken about on the podcast many times. You know, despite the fact that you've got lots of bits that you know you need to write from your blogs to your articles to templated emails to project proposals, website updates, resources, and so much more. The reality is that so many of these pieces can often remain unwritten or just continually get pushed to the bottom of your list. But what is the impact of this? So it might be that despite the fact that you're getting your client work done, your core business, you may not be drawing new people into your ecosystem or building that know, like, and trust with the people who are already there. So if people can't learn about you, build a connection with you, or understand why you're an expert at what you do, there is an opportunity cost at stake. So I'm not suggesting that this kind of content creation stuff needs to go from zero to a hundred but that putting sustainable, realistic, and enjoyable processes in place so that you do create content consistently can positively impact how and how often you create purposeful content to support the growth and the health of your business for the long term. So with that in mind, why do we still avoid it? All right. Well, some of the most common challenges I hear from people are time constraints, a lack of confidence and feeling a need to write perfectly. So I want to unpack these first, and then I'm going to look at some of the strategies that we can use to actually address these objectives that you might have or that you might feel right now when it comes to content creation. So time constraints, you know, as a small business owner, I get it. Like our time is often stretched really thin. Writing copy might not be your primary focus. And even in my business now, it's not my core business. So I do need to schedule it in and I do need to make sure I make it a priority. But we have a lot of different responsibilities to balance, you know, so it does make it difficult to allocate the sufficient time to this, particularly if there's not a clear objective around it, goals around it and structures around it. Self-doubt and confidence can be another thing that I hear a lot from people who work with me. So, Writing copy does require a level of confidence in your messaging and in the value proposition that you put across. Um, It's really common for people to second guess themselves or to feel, you know, a little bit unsure about how best to convey this to an audience. And that kind of self-doubt can lead to, you know, a lot of hesitation, 
a lot of procrastination or sometimes just an overly cautious approach to copywriting. So just holding back or writing stuff that's sort of very generic or very vanilla because you're not quite sure exactly how to step into your own message or your own value proposition. So that can feel really challenging. And there's also that pressure that a lot of you I know place on yourselves to write perfectly. So presenting your business in the best possible light, of course, that's important to us. But it can put a lot of pressure on when it comes to writing copy. And that's where you might see things like writer's block come to light or just feeling totally overwhelmed, just putting it off, putting something out there and then just maybe not getting the response that you wanted or not feeling like it was your best work and then just not writing anything again for quite some time. So overcoming that pressure to be perfect and sort of embracing you know, learning as you go and an iterative kind of approach is really, really important. So it's really key that we understand what some of those challenges are and some of the reasons we don't prioritize writing content so that we understand what we need to seek support with. But you can overcome these things to, you know, create more consistently and efficiently for your small business while also building your confidence. And a great way to do this is actually through the medium of co-writing. So what is co-writing and how does it even work? So co-writing is essentially the practice of writing together. And in some contexts, this might mean writing the same thing. For example, you might have seen, you know, books or screenplays and so on that have been co-authored or co-written. But it also applies to working on independent writing pieces simultaneously. So, for example, as a small business owner, you can work alongside other small business owners or freelancers on various types of copy and content that support each of your individual business goals. So there's a lots of different ways that you can kind of set up co-writing in terms of um, the different parts of the sessions themselves. So the length can vary. It could be, you know, as short as a 30-minute session through to a couple of hours, for instance. Um, but if you're going to go any longer than 30 minutes, you also need to make sure that you factor in break times. You can uh, run co-writing sessions in person or also virtually. So it can be really nice to sit, you know, in the same room as someone and write alongside them if that feels achievable. But the good news is that you can absolutely do it virtually. So you can, you know, write alongside people who are not in the same geographic location as you, or if you want to gather a group of people together. It's really important when you are co-writing to set a clear intention first. So depending on the size of the group, this can be done as, you know, a whole, if there's only a few of you on the call or in the session together, or if it's a larger group, it might be that you might just share with a partner, you know, what you're going to be working on so that as soon as the time starts, you know exactly what you're going to do with that time and it's as productive as possible. And then throughout the session and at the end, you'll have chances to check in. How are things going? Are you staying on track? What do you need some support with? It's really important in a co-writing session that someone takes charge of the timing as well so that everyone stays on track. There are ways that you can actually do this together. There's a timer called Cuckoo, which is really useful. Everyone can join in the Cuckoo and see a shared clock so that you have an understanding of how much time is left in a particular writing block. So that's sort of how it works, you know, practically speaking. 
But what are the benefits of co-writing and how can it supercharge your productivity and confidence? Well, for starters also, it's really fun. But here are some of the sort of the general benefits um, of it and how it can make you sort of more productive when it comes to content writing, but also to build that confidence muscle. So it can enhance your creativity, all right? Actually being in that collaborative environment, it sparks creativity, you know? And even if you're only connecting with people, you know, at the start and in break times, that little bit of brainstorming or exchanging ideas, you know, does help to give you a little bit of a creative um, boost and some multiple perspectives, some new ideas. It might also be that you continue the conversation beyond the sessions themselves. So you'll find that it helps you be a little bit more creative. It definitely increases your productivity because by setting aside time to write and to tick things off or to move the needle on some bigger pieces, you know, you actually get the things done that you've only been talking about doing. The regularity also can make you faster. So if you, you know, commit to writing content weekly, you'll find that you get into the practice much quicker and it starts to become easier and faster. You can also hear about what others are working on and and that can spur you on as well. When it comes to quality, the more you do, the better you get. You know, writing is like a muscle. And I, you know, I've said before, I really believe that everyone can write better. So the more you do, the better you get. The more often you write, the easier you find it, the more you just improve because you're practicing, okay? You're understanding what's working. You're getting better at recognizing where you need to edit, how you need to better structure your pieces, what's a good hook as an introduction, all those sorts of things. You can also build in the idea of peer review or content swaps. Um, to get a second objective opinion on your words. That might be part of the session itself, or it might be something that you kind of add on or extend to the session so that you can get that feedback. Co-writing gives you an expanded perspective. So sometimes we find it really difficult to be objective about our own message or about even the angles that we're, you know, writing about those sorts of things. And it can be good just to have those little bits of conversation to help to broaden our own horizons and to challenge any assumptions that we might have just to be exposed to different viewpoints or approaches. So you might even find when it comes to the way in which you write your content, somebody else might have a different way of um, going about it and you might learn something from them or you might be able to share something that works for you and it might help somebody else as well. So that expanded perspective can just be really, really useful as well. You will increase your confidence because by receiving support and encouragement during co-writing, it'll build your confidence in your own writing ability. And that's, you know, what you want. You want to come together with a group of people who are actually going to build one another up and make each other feel really positive about, you know, what you're trying to do together. So by building your confidence, it will have a positive impact on your efforts overall because you'll feel more motivated to do it. And it's a great opportunity co-writing session for collaboration and just, you know, networking, conversation, building relationship. It's a really, really good chance to just get out of your own four walls, even if it's virtually, and connect with others. So, As I've mentioned, you can do these kinds of things in person if that's available to you. But even when you're writing separately connected by a platform such as Zoom, 
The co-writing sessions themselves can provide you with so much accountability, motivation, and a structured schedule. It's really that collaborative environment and sharing that space together, holding that space for one another that really, really supercharges your productivity and confidence. So I just want to delve a little bit deeper into exactly why it works so well, because it is a model that I have been using in my business for the past few years. I do this one-on-one with people, but I also do it in group settings. So I've done it in group programs, and I also have it as a key component of my new membership, not just about copy the community, because I have seen how co-writing sessions work so well for people to kind of get them to establish those routines as habits and also just to actually get that writing done. It helps me. I honestly can't speak highly enough of it, whatever context you end up implementing this in. So let's come back to accountability. Just knowing that you are working on something at the same time as somebody else is incredibly motivating. I remember back in my teaching days, even when I was having to write end of term or end of semester reports, and that could be such an onerous task. I might have taught 200 students um, during the semester uh, for, you know, drama or dance, and I would have to write report after report. And even sitting alongside my teaching colleagues and doing it together just helped us to feel like this shared sort of sense of accountability, motivation, camaraderie. So it can help you to stay focused. It can help you to stay committed to whatever your own content writing goals are. Okay, You feel like you're a bit more of a collective effort. So that can be really important. Motivating, it can help you to stay on track and stay engaged in your own writing process. You know, if you create the right atmosphere, positive atmosphere promotes a productive kind of mindset and the energy and enthusiasm that you get from other people can be so helpful. And some days it will be you who brings the energy and the motivation, and some days it will be somebody else. The good thing is that if you're lagging, there'll be other people who will pull you along and sweep you up in the um, in the writing process, and then you'll be that person who's inspiring others on other days. The structure and the scheduling is a really key part as well. So what co-writing does is it provides you a really structured framework for writing. So there's specific start times and end times, and there's also little breaks that you will predetermine beforehand. So it's about carving out dedicated time and space to writing. And what it can do is it can help you to establish a routine around it, a productive writing habit. It helps to reduce that procrastination where you just kind of put it off and off and off. And it helps you to use the time. If you know you've only got two blocks of 25 minutes, believe me, you will write like nobody's business. So the structure and the scheduling can be so supportive. The encouragement that you can give to others and that they can give back to you and that ongoing support, if you have a group that you regularly co-write with, it can be so great over a period of time. You can share progress updates celebrate milestones. I finally updated my website pages or I wrote a welcome sequence or I've posted twice on LinkedIn for the past month, you know, twice a week for the past month. And that's a huge improvement. So you can actually set goals. You can celebrate goals, celebrate milestones and keep encouraging one another. It helps you to stay motivated and engaged over a period of time. 
And as I mentioned earlier, that exchange of ideas and feedback, even though you're working on your own content, you can still absolutely benefit from sharing ideas or seeking feedback from other writers in the session. So during your breaks or at the beginning, at the end, you can have a little brainstorm, you can ask a specific question or discuss a challenge And that exchange of ideas and feedback can give you potentially some of those really valuable insights, new perspectives, or help to problem solve a solution for you. So whilst you are simultaneously writing different content, that collective accountability, that motivation, that structured scheduling and support can absolutely supercharge your productivity and your confidence when it comes to writing content, help you to make meaningful progress. So how can you build co-writing into your content routine? As you know by now, I'm all about creating sustainable content creation processes. Say that five times fast. So it's about picking a frequency that works for you and a context that suits your individual business needs. So you could pair up with a business bud or two, or you could join a group or community that does this kind of a thing. And that's one of the reasons I did create the membership is to provide that space, that structure, and that accountability to support small business owners to just get writing. So if that is something that could work for you, you can now join the membership waitlist. We've started with the founding members, but the waitlist is open if you would love to know when the doors open next to not just about copy the community. So I'll pop the link in the show notes so you can do that. And if you do love the sound of co-writing, and honestly, why wouldn't you? I'm going to unpack exactly how to get the most out of a co-writing session in a future episode, so keep an ear out for that. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you loved this episode. If you did, please rate and review the podcast. That's the best way for others to find it. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, which many of you are, just scroll down to the bottom of the episode and you'll see ratings and reviews. Tap write a review and you're away. It will take you less than two minutes and I would be so grateful. That's it for now. I'll be back in a couple of weeks, but if you need to catch up, there's plenty for you to go back to as well. Happy writing, everyone.